I have a bone to pick with Zoom. You have a bone to pick with Zoom. Do explain. Yeah, I hate the new update where whenever you hit record, it the little lady tells you in your ear. See, this, I, this meeting is getting recorded. I hate that lady. Well, see, considering I'm always the one hitting the record button, I never heard that voice. I hate that lady. Like, honestly, I don't know what paid actress they had to record that, but she's dead to me. What, who says it's a paid actress? Actress? Maybe it's maybe it's Siri. Maybe it's like a like an AI generated voice. I'm pretty sure Siri's a person. No. They, I, I really think they had someone just say a bunch of words, and that's no, no, no. What makes up Siri. Literally, somebody would have to go through the entire dictionary because you can turn and ask Siri, "What's the definition yeah. of this?" And she will repeat the word. Apple has the money to pay someone to say the entire dictionary. I would gladly let them pay me to say the entire dictionary, but I don't think anybody wants to listen to my voice on their iPhone, <laughs> much less on this podcast. So what to say, don't say they don't want to listen to this on their iPhone because our podcast comes out mostly on iPhones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Orange Overalls podcast, our week two college football episode. Um, yeah, ain't much to it. A crazy week in college football. Not not a lot of things went in the direction we thought they would. Um, got a lot to talk about. My name's Weston. I'm joined by Mr. Nicholas Villarreal. Uh, it's good to see you, man. I know it's good the second time this week, but yeah, it's good to see you. It's the second time in two days, but it feels longer because we did it's a little late night overalls right now. It's 10 o'clock in the Eastern time zone. In the central, mm-hmm. that would make it nine o'clock. Great For those job. of you who don't, don't know how the time zones work. I guarantee yes. you there's somebody out there who doesn't know how the time zones work. Maybe. Um, and then yesterday we recorded a little early morning. So we're, we're, we do it all. We do I it all. We're versatile. Five, five, versatile. We are five tool players, and there's a couple more five tool players on our football team. Yeah, let's um, hop right into it. We got to, we got to, we're going to talk, discuss Clemson today. We're going to discuss the ACC in general. They we're, suck. Yeah, that's true. Uh, top twenty five in general. Uh, we got a couple segments we're going to add. We're going to start talking about what our ten rankings yard. Um, introduce some new, some new, um, new segments. See how we like them. Kind of a test trial on this one. But, uh, but yeah, let's start it with the boys on Saturday. Played South Carolina State at home for the first game in Death Valley. That we won. was awesome, man. It was so good to see the crowd full. We won 49-3. to What are some of your takeaways? I think, you know, I was surprised by a couple things. But the one thing that I knew was so nice was just watching those guys run down the hill just absolute the crowd was awesome the crowd was amazing so it was nice to see and when i said i was surprised by one thing there's one thing that shocked me is some of the quote-unquote like veterans were used to saying this was their first time playing in the valley with crowds 
Brian Breezy talked about how he's never played in Death Valley with a crowd. That is true. Him and Miles Murphy. Yeah. That Miles Murphy said the same thing. I was like, what? I it was shocking to me. Um, but yeah, boys played well. Offense started to click a little better. Um, not a huge aerial attack, which I was surprised by. I would like to see DJ probably get over 200 yards, but obviously he played half the game. Mm-hmm. But you could see the chemistry start to build, look a little better. Mm-hmm. I just, I was going to say this to you before the show started, and I was like, well, we're going to talk about it on the show. Um, yeah, the offense looked, I mean, on a scale of 110, I'd give the offense like a six or a seven. Like, we looked good, yeah. but we didn't look great. There was nothing that really, obviously, it looked better than when we played Georgia because we weren't playing that kind of defense. But there was nothing that really gave me hope so much as for what they're going to, what's going to happen in a big game again. The big the big difference for me is, like, I remember when we had Trevor and Deshaun a little bit, but mainly Trevor, when we'd be playing games like this, all of a sudden you'd see the 60-yard pass where Trevor hits him on the run perfectly. Mm-hmm. Those little backdoor fades that you'd see him hit it perfectly. We didn't get any of that. I say, these, are, like, these, these are the teams that you build that kind of connection on. Like, we weren't building those connections. They were overthrows. They were misthrows. Yeah, obviously we beat the tar out of them, but mm-hmm. in South Carolina State, I wanted to see a little bit more chemistry, I should say, between yeah. DJ and the wide receivers. Just a little bit more of connection, mm-hmm. hitting your spots a little better, and not necessarily DJ hitting his spots. It could be receivers running routes, you know. There's yeah. a lot more goes that goes into it. It's easy to say, oh, DJ didn't make all his throws. Right, no. I think it's just the, was, general, the general chemistry building on offense wasn't there like we've normally seen it on these kind of games. Yeah, we did have really good running, though. I was, yeah. I really liked our running Will, game. Will Shipley is, is, is finding his groove. Um, Kobe Pace, who we also said at the beginning of the year. I still I still believe that Lynn Jay is not going to be the guy going forward. Um, when I we, think, saw that t- we saw that uh, this week. Will yeah. Shipley had 80 yards, Kobe had 68, and they were leaps and bound and ahead of everyone. Or yeah. Yeah. So 504 total yards. Like I said, it's hard. We said it's super hard to judge how our offense really looks in games like this. Just I know that based off of when I know we've had good offenses, this game didn't compare to like when we played South Carolina State last year or the year before. So not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, not necessarily saying it's a good thing. It's just like, okay, the offense – I mean, the offense did what they were supposed to against this team. There was nothing spectacular, nothing crazy. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Defense, once again, looked great. Yeah. I mean, there's defense is just good. We're going to be we're gonna be saying that about the defense all year. Um, we're, gonna be, we're a top three defense in the nation. Right. I don't um, think there's much to talk about, to be honest with you. No, there was one pick, R.J. Mickens, shout out. The ball was kind of thrown straight to him, but yeah. <laughs> Good interception, you know, not, not the defense is going to be boring. Um, yeah. One thing, one highlight of the game, um, I know you found this a little more cool than I did, but I found it awesome. C.J. Spiller was getting recognized. Yeah. Um, he got into the College Football Hall of Fame, so As they recognized him. And huge crowd was going great. Um, As you all know, he's a coach now. Running backs coach. Very so, much so, you know, it was nice to – he was already going to be there, but a big ceremony for him, honor him, uh, welcoming him into the College Football Hall of Fame. That was awesome to see. And it was a good welcome back to the Valley doing something like that. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I've been waiting on 
and Spiller's going into the Ring of Honor here at Clemson. He'll have his name up in Death Valley um, here in the near future. Well, well deserved. I've been and I've been that that's been news since I mean 2010. I've been waiting on this day for CJ to be in the Hall of Fame for a long, long time. Um, just growing up, him, he was one of my my Clemson heroes. Um, super pumped to see that. Hado wasn't there, but um, nonetheless, awesome to see it on TV and all the videos. Um, up shout next. Out. What shout out to Central Spirit? Um, yes, shout out to flags. Spirit. Flags ran well. Yes, um, shout out Central Spirit looked, for First Friday Parade as well. Oh, that looked awesome. Um, on on the topic of football, Ray Ray, um, Michael Rat, Miguel with Bay. God, we forgot how to say it. Michael from Rath- the movie Safety, Michael yeah. Rath- Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Ray was the First Friday man. What's it? It's a it's got some official name. Um, the uh, the marshal, the marshal, the first Friday marshal. So that was awesome to the see him. Marshal, him, yeah. him and his brother were out there. Cool, awesome to see. Did not shout see, out them. Didn't see that? That's awesome though. Yeah, shout them. Shout out Alejandro for getting him. That was super cool. Um, but yeah, flags were great. Paint up looked really good. Yeah. Um, I'm, shout I'm, out. I'm gonna shout out Fulton and his brother Jai. Is so Fulton is a buddy of ours, a senior, and uh, his younger brother Jai is a freshman and they they both waved they both did a flag together in the parade so i thought that was pretty cool to see brothers doing that that's awesome yeah it was you know on our me and weston central spirit side it was awesome to see us doing us again yes you know like last year yes there were flags i was a part of it for a game but we were on the lower deck waving them just two flags in the corners you know seeing them run down the hill seeing them actually on the field was awesome. Painting mm-hmm. up looked really good. You know, it, it felt like even though you and I weren't there, it felt like we were back. Yep, I totally agree with that. So up next, we start ACC play against Georgia Tech this Saturday. I believe it's a 5 o'clock kick. Um, 3.30. 3.30 kick. So 3.30 uh, Eastern time. It's going to be that uh, midday ABC game. Okay, cool. Um, so we'll be on TV um, as expected being as good as, good as we are. We'll, you, we'll always be on TV, whether it's ESPN, ABC, or the ACC Network. ACC Network. 20 half, 28 and a half point favorite. The age old question with Clemson football and our week ACC schedule: Do we cover? Yeah, twenty eight. Absolutely. I think. I think twenty. Um, I think if it were. I think it were thirty. I think if it was thirty three or above, it'd be close. Yeah. Twenty eight. I think we get easy. I believe the um, uh, the over over under sitting at fifty two. I don't really like that at all i just i mean i, know I think it. our defense is too good i think you know this isn't a sports betting podcast but i just but me and weston are both you know like it so we pay attention to it i just yeah i don't see i don't see the overhitting on that one but i do i, I do like this cover i do like us if to any cover. if anyone out there does gamble i can say i do i do legally in this in the state of pennsylvania responsibly if you have a gambling call problem call 1-800-GAMBLER um and if and i think you know clemson unders is going to be a really good lock all week every every season because our offense isn't going to put up 60 and our defense is not going to give up more than 10 no totally agree so um, let's let's move on into the ACC while we're here, unless you got something else to say on the Tigers. No, I was just gonna say ACC sucks. This yeah. is just I said it before in the show. ACC is awful. Yeah. Um. So let's start with the the kicker, the Florida State. For those of you who watched it, Florida State lost on an absolute heartbreaker at the end of the game 
some very – the defense, very questionable decisions on coverages. And they played cover two on the last play of the game. I just – they sent like five like, guys or something like that. It was ridiculous. Even, even my dad was like, this is nuts. It, so I compared it. Or I talked about, you know, my favorite last play of the game strategy was what the Patriots used to do on defense when someone would throw a Hail Mary against them and they knew it was coming. They would put Gronk at the goal line. Yeah. Because they they knew he could swat it. Just go ball hawk. Yep. These Um, guys played cover two and just let the Jacksonville State wide receiver run past him. And then catch it 15 yards short of the goal line and then shake shake some defenders and still score. And not even shake that many defenders. It was like two guys, maybe. Like it, I it was really weird. It was weird. It was bad. Florida State. And what's more disappointing is Florida State looked so good against Notre Dame. Yes. Now we'll get to Notre Dame in a little bit. Notre Dame, we've also learned is awful. Yes. But you can't lose to Jacksonville State. No. It's Jacksonville's. It's not even Jackson State. I was still you lose so- to Jackson State with Deion Sanders. I'll right. give you a little more credit. Right. Jacksonville State. I was so torn watching this because I like we talked about this. I don't like Florida State, so it's fun watching them lose. But I also but you know think, how- but you think you know the Tomahawk Chops are t- top five college football well, soccer, not but you hate Florida State. I hate Florida State for that reason because it's such a because it's such a dominant song. It doesn't matter. All right, we're gonna. I we just we we get sidetracked a lot. I had to, yeah, share one funny story. Yeah, Florida State. So obviously, so obviously oh. we we're posting our top. Five. I have one funny story. So obviously we we're posting our top fives, and one of our good buddies, Forrest Crocker, who now runs the social media for Kansas. Good for yep. Forrest. Long live Central that. Spirit Legend. We've talked about him. He swipes up and goes, I can't choose any list with Enter Sandman. Sorry, bud. Ooh. I go, come on. It's sick and you know it. His response, nah, it makes me sick. I go, really? Enter Sandman makes you sick, but the tomahawk chalk doesn't? He goes, it's, he goes, it's better than Sandman, got to be honest. Like, the rivalry hate is real. And this why I start getting suspicious. The rivalry hate. Exactly. I'm like Virginia Tech Clemson rivalry over it's Florida not a State rivalry. Clemson. Virginia I go, Tech dude, Clemson I isn't on the rivalry. What? I go, dude, I see Florida State as a much bigger rival. He goes, maybe a better rival, but in-state hate's just different. And that's when it clicked. I go, dude, you're thinking of Sandstorm. I'm so done. <laughs> Enter Sandman's Virginia Tech. He goes, oh. Oops, I've been away from Clemson for too long. <laughs> no, Forrest. I, lo- I love Forrest. Man, but... that's, a, that's a rip and a half. I had, some, I had a Carolina fan swipe up asking me if uh, why there wasn't Enter Sandman on there, and I said or for Sam obvious Storm. reasons. That's the Sandstorm. That's the Sandstorm. That's what it was. I said for obvious reasons, that's why it's not there. That's, but, brutal. that's brutal. But continuing on with ACC, Miami also – Almost lost to App State. I'll give I'll you know, give Miami App, a pass on this one. You know, App State led by the amazing Chase Bryce. Yeah, well, I mean, team. but twenty-five to three over App State. Come on, 25-23. I just I give Miami a pass for that. App State is no not yes. after they looked against Alabama. What do you mean after they looked against Alabama? 
they looked bad against Alabama. And we're yeah, because like, well, it's Alabama. It's just a, I know, but then we're like, yeah, it's just it's Al- exactly it's Alabama. So look good against App State, then you almost lose against App State, and you're like, ooh, and they I, may just suck. I'll disagree with you. I'm still I'm still going to still give me Miami the benefit of the doubt at this point. Um, Go ahead. I I mean I'm not gonna not gonna put the house on them in any situation, but like I I'm not gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt right now. Um, All right. One team we were just well, talking about with Enter Sandman. Uh, Virginia Tech and Pitt is now the uh, number clear number two battle. Clear, I can't read. Clear battle for number two in the ACC. North Carolina lost to Virginia Tech, so they're behind the eight ball. Pitt, Pitt. won in Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. It's impressive. But te- but Tennessee's also bad. Yeah, but – But winning in Knoxville is still impressive for Pitt, who is generally not seen as a powerhouse school. Yeah, I think it's becoming clear those two are going to be number two. We've talked, you know, Miami struggling. Mm-hmm. It, we thought it was going to be Miami and North Carolina. That has been flipped on its head. And then right out the gate, North Carolina lost to Virginia Tech at home. So, kind of got to put Virginia Tech above above North Carolina. Definitely. You know, ten days ago they lost to them. Right. Um, and Pitts just, you know, they're they beat a UMass team that sucked earlier, but then all of a sudden they played Tennessee and they looked good. Mm-hmm. Like we said, Miami's looking bad. Maybe Miami could sneak in there to be the number two. I mean, Miami right. still want Miami still hasn't played an ACC game, so we'll see how that goes. We've already established the ACC kind of sucks, so we'll we'll see. But I think these two are going to be battling out for number two. Um, they play in two weeks though, so we'll see. You know, yeah. maybe one blows the other one out. I personally am really hoping Pitt is good, and Pitt's undefeated by the time they play Clemson. Clemson. It could be, we were been hoping Florida State was going to be the the resume booster. It might end up being Pitt. Pitt. Because Pitt could be like number 15 in the nation, maybe 20 at that point. Yeah. And that look, then we go on the road against a top 20 team and we look good. So, yeah. We're going to hope we're going to see. Speaking of top 20, we got just a little recap of top 25 and we have to address the elephant in the room. And man, is this elephant beautiful, baby. Oregon beat down the worst team in the world. Ohio State lost 35 to 28 to Oregon this past weekend. They were the new that game. score is misleading. Very much so. Um, I was I was watching this game because it was the first first game on. It was a top top 25 matchup. Um, it was one we had circled. We we had talked about because we knew this was going to kind of this game would help shape what the college football playoff picture looked like in the future. And yeah, the score was very misleading. Oregon jumped on them early. I, what was and the Oregon just dominated the whole game. Yeah, it was it was one we were worried about Oregon's defense. Oregon's defense stepped up to the challenge. Um, we were worried how Oregon's offense would play against Ohio State's defense. They stepped up to the challenge. I think Oregon might. I think Oregon could make the playoff this year. Ooh. You don't just really? walk. You don't just walk. I mean, I don't care how bad Ohio State might actually. You don't be. just walk into the shoe and beat them. I, I understand no. what you're saying. Like, like they did. It wasn't just like yeah. they snuck out there with a with a last second field goal. They they put it to them. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I love you know these teams are starting to fall, and we'll talk about this when we get into. Well, let's just uh, – we'll get into it in a little bit. Wait, okay, so, um, but, yeah, so I was about to say, so we have a segment, just in case we have some teams um, that might overlap into this segment. Let's try and not talk a whole lot about our thoughts about some of these teams, cons- considering where it might fall. Yeah. Um, 
All I'm thinking is there are some top teams above us right now that I think are clearly going to lose. Okay. Um, but we, you know, we said after week one, Ohio State didn't look good. Right. And Ohio State is also now playing into the, because they didn't look good, they're playing into the narrative of chaos, is what, which is what we need. And we said it. I, you know, not to toot my own horn, I said from the beginning, this has the, ma- I said from week zero, week you did. one. This has the makings of being absolute chaotic season. I don't think – I said one team's going to go undefeated, maybe. I genuinely think there's a chance that no teams go undefeated this year. The thing that I'm worried about – so obviously right now this looks like chaos. What I'm afraid of is that Oregon and Ohio State just switched places. See, and my theory is – and the reason we want chaos – is if every single loss. if every single team has a loss and ours is to Georgia, who's going to be a top three team, then we're in. We're yeah, and, uh, what, everyone having one loss evens the playing field back out. I just don't see Oregon as a team that can go undefeated anymore. They, they, they have to play the Pac-12. They're basically sitting in the shoes we've been sitting in the ACC. Yeah, but I don't see them going undefeated. I see other – I could name a couple other teams that I think could take them down. Well, let's, let, let's, let, down. let's not right now because we, that might be might be something we want to talk about later. Let's move on to the and next game. This was going into the week the biggest game because yes. it was the closest matchup, and it ended up being just a dog walking. Um, Iowa took down Iowa State. Um, I believe it was in Ames, was it not? It was. It was in Ames, and they just – we said going in that Iowa had dominated the rivalry in the past, but Florida, but Iowa State obviously has turned a corner in the last year. They've looked fantastic the last two years, and then death taxes and Matt Campbell losing to Iowa. I mean, I I think this score is also very misleading. I mean, Iowa State didn't score that that so they Iowa won twenty seven seventeen. I don't think Iowa Iowa State got to seventeen until like five minutes left in the game. Yeah, it was over. This was another one that was kind of over from the jump. After one quarter, you're like, Oregon's yeah. going to win this football game. After one quarter, you're like, Iowa's going to win this football game. And it, was, it wasn't necessarily the score either. It was just by the way the teams were playing. It just yeah. – Iowa looked like the better team, the better prepared Iowa, team. Like Iowa looked good. So, there's, so the new top 25 came out. Oregon and Iowa are ahead of us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not spoiling anything. Um, and the way – and I, I don't hate the rank. I don't hate those rankings strictly because both, like we said, both those teams went out and just looked better than the team they were playing. They just went out and beat them. So it'll be interesting. Um, and then we kind of alluded to this earlier, talking about Florida State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame squeaked by. Very much so. I, I think they're Toledo. Toledo. I think Notre Dame are posers. I don't like Toledo. How do you almost lose to Toledo? In South Bend, nonetheless. 32-29 finish. Um, They honestly should have lost to him. Definitely. I watched this game. They should have lost, for sure. Like, the net, and after this game, we'll talk about one more game, which is the same way where they should have lost. Um, Just Notre Dame's bad. Yeah, ain't, ain't, ain't much else to say about that. 
And so this is what I find interesting and hopeful is we look at all these top 25 teams. These teams are still being ranked and they're looking awful, which makes me think they're going to lose eventually. Agreed. You know, they may not have yet, but they're going to. And we saw that with Ohio State this year. We Mm -hmm. said Ohio State doesn't look good after week one. And guess what? They They played a decent opponent and they lost. Yep. They just got beat. And then, like I said, we were talking about another team that should have lost, A&M. Y'all yeah, should have no. lost to Colorado. I'm I'm sorry. You should have. No yeah, bias, no. honestly. Y'all should have lost to Colorado. Um, I'm impre- I think the fact that they won definitely says a lot because they lost their what, they lost their quarterback in, like, what, the first five minutes? Yeah, real early. Yeah, lost him real early. Colorado, once again, was watching this game. Um, Colorado, I mean – was had control the whole game, um, and they, noted and AM not noted AM scored late. Yeah, like three or four minutes left in the game, um, and and not even like an easy score either. Like it was like a little tiptoe sideline pass in the in the end zone. Um, it was it was a close one. It was you know they're gonna lose too. Yeah, I think I think they definitely mainly because you know they play Alabama. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's a given. I don't think they're – I think, obviously, without their quarterback, I don't know what the injury situation with him is, but if they don't get him back soon, I think they go down sooner rather than later. Um, Georgia, Alabama, and Oklahoma, they all dominated their cupcake games. Uh, Georgia played UAB, absolutely cooked them. Alabama played Mercer, absolutely smoked them. And Oklahoma played – why am I drawing a blank on who Oklahoma played? Oklahoma – because they played a no name, they played Western Carolina. Western WCU. Carolina, yep, right around here, actually. Up or not here, they beat them upstate North Carolina 76 to zero. They destroyed them, it was bad. Um, you wrote this, but I'll you wrote this question down. But I'm gonna ask you, do any of them lose before the title, their conference title game? Yes, so I know you think Oklahoma loses, definitely. You think Georgia loses? No. I don't think Alabama's losing. I think Alabama's losing. Who are they losing to? I told you this Florida from the get-go. They're losing this weekend. To Florida. This weekend, they're losing to Florida. It could be. Could happen. We, it, I don't know. But I think Oklahoma's losing for sure. Well, we, we'll, um, talk, we'll talk about that Alabama-Florida game later. We definitely got that on a preview for next week. But – uh I, I honestly don't see any either any of those teams losing. Maybe Oklahoma. Oklahoma definitely has the best chance of those three of losing before their conference title game. Um, but I don't think it's likely that Georgia or Alabama lose. I've always thought that it was going to be those two undefeated in Atlanta for the SEC title. But that's kind of expected at this point. I see. I could see them both being there in Atlanta, but I think one of them will have a loss. I just it just it got that this season's got that feeling. Yeah, no, I can't, start, I can't argue with that. Not necessarily going to back it, but I can't I can't argue. Yeah, you start just thinking about it. Um, then just wanted to shout out two other games that I just love. Um, and I'll shout out the third one because you wrote it down and won't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. Oh, we'll oh. we'll mention these three and then I'm gonna talk about the other two. Just a little lower ranking upset. Stanford dominated number thir- number 14, USC 42-28. Which is very uh, surprising. BYU beat the tar out of Utah. 
Um, Are you sure? Actually, no, they, I was about to say, that was, was, was a close one. 26-17. Yeah. And Arkansas then, beat the tar out of Texas. That was, 15 Texas. That was bad. We're, we're not back. No, that was bad. Um, <laughs> it was the ugliest sight. I So, you know, I finished – I would close last Saturday, which kind of sucked. I got to watch a decent amount of the Clemson game on my phone, though. Okay. Um, and I finished and I went and, you know, it's well known. I'm a Michigan and Texas fan. Yep. Um, I have my Michigan polo on. I'm sitting there at the bar and I have getting dinner and a drink. And I got Michigan and Texas on one TV. And I'd look over at Michigan and give myself a big smile. I'd look over at Texas and be the saddest person on earth. <laughs> I, Duality I, of man. I had to kind of had to twist my chair to only watch the Michigan game. Just like because block, Texas like was, it, it was just ugly. You know, there's yeah, no man. other thing. Mm. But you know, that's two top fifteen teams losing to unranked opponents. Yep. You know, once again, this is just kind of chaotic. Um, but the yeah, other games, the other games, I wanted to just mention. First off, the service academies will never disappoint. They are the lowest scoring games of all time, and it's incredible. Air Force Navy had 26 total points. That's amazing. That is unbelievable. It's just, you know, you have to love it. I think we talked about this, but are you a go Army beat Navy kind of guy or vice versa? My best friend is at the Navy. Okay. He's in the Naval Academy. So you're good. You're go Army or go Navy beat Army. Go Navy beat Army. Okay, cool. All day, every day. Same. That's that's the side I'm on. One of my best friends from high school, he's in the Naval Academy. His little brother actually is a plebe in the Naval Academy right now. Cool. So uh, we, we, which is what they call now. their freshmen. Yeah. So we had a uh, we had a guy from my high school actually play quarterback for for Navy a couple years ago. So mm. um, you don't I, have to be good to play on offense at a service academy. No, but nonetheless, had a connection. So and then well, what, I'm sorry, what's the, the last. Well, you're going to see it coming. Um, it put a tear in my eye. Washington, Michigan. Michigan looked fantastic. Oh. Michigan sure is – they look great. No, but what I This is the to, year Michigan beats Ohio State. This is. Um, but, no, I wanted to mention this game for one scene in particular that really was incredible. Um, obviously, we talked about the last episode. The – Saturday was the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and nothing screams college football. Michigan did a maze out. So, yellow for you. There were 116,000 people in a perfect dome singing the national anthem with a 100-yard flag and a flyover coming through. If you love college football, you, you love America. Love Forget just college football. You love America. You know, we talked about how awesome Enter Sandman Jump Around was. Seeing the biggest football stadium in the nation packed like that. Also, oh, shout out to a couple other teams. You know, I talked about how much I hated that Arkansas-Texas game. Arkansas did the stripes, the red and white stripes with the shirts. Yes. That, that looked incredible. The maze out was incredible. Just crowd interactions like that making designs is back and it looked so good all around the board totally 
Could not agree more. Great weekend for college football. It was awesome. It felt amazing. Um, next week, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we talk about a couple ranked matchups later. But what this week gave me hope for is I'm looking at the not-ranked matchups. I'm looking at, you know, Cincinnati at Indiana. Indiana's unranked. Cincinnati's number eight. But after this week, anything could happen. Yep. You know, we start looking at these teams – and we're like, there could be a couple upsets. Virginia Tech at West Virginia. That's an amazing game. That'll be a fun one to watch for sure. Like, these are just games that are interesting. Fresno State at UCLA. That's going to be an awesome game. Yes, I totally agree. They're both undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Both under No, Fresno State lost. Remember? Who did they lose? See, this is. Who did Fresno State lose to? They lost to Oregon by seven. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. I remember that now. Oregon's now the number four team in the nation. They only lost by seven on the road. Interesting. Now they go to UCLA. See, these these are the games that are going to be fun. But let's get to a couple segments. Let's start with everybody's favorite. My least favorite. Guess those yards. We need a catchier name, man. We need a much better name. It's such a bad name for such a good segment. I know. I feel like it's the most entertaining, at least for you. You know, you know me. I love this, and I try to find the most random ones. And my favorite – so for basketball, it's all positive. So my new favorite thing is finding one with negative yards. The negative yards. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really brings in just trouble. So shout out to the, uh, the late-night people. Um, that like staying up for that super late game, Hawaii, Oregon State. Ooh, the Hawaii Rainbows. Hawaii lost to Oregon State 27 to 45. And I'm going to read you Hawaii's receiving yards. Okay. 110, 106, 83, 23, 17, 15, 12. 321. 366. Oh, was... ah! not I bad. Not so bad. good. I felt so good about that one. I was like, I got this one. Guess not. Not, not bad. Now this one's a little more interesting. This one comes from the worst team in college football. Maybe UConn. the worst team in exactly. I watched that game start to end. Go, go, Boilermakers, boiler up, baby. All right. So, as you know, Purdue won forty-nine to zero. Yes. This is UConn's receiving yards. Mm -hmm. 40, 28, 25, 4, 4, 2, 2, 1, 0, negative 7. 100. 99. Oh, dang it! What a guess. What a guess. Fantastic. That's a That's a W. That's a W. Clip that. Now, like I said, the service academies are my favorite. I couldn't do their receiving yards because literally some of their receiving yards, legit. So I'm going to do the Navy's rushing yards. Because they they end up having like six or seven guys that rush the ball. You ready? Yeah. 31, 17, 9, 5, negative 1, negative 2, negative 23. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 15. 36. 
What the heck? I was, I was like, okay, I'm tracking, I'm tracking, I'm tracking. You said negative 23, and I said, nope, I got nothing. Who got negative 23 yards? Oh, wait, that's the team. Wait, the whole team had negative 23 yards? Yeah, let me – so it's 31, 17, 9. Yeah, the team did. That's all it says. Team carries one yards, negative 23. I'm dead serious. That doesn't make any sense. But it that adds makes up. Like zero sense. But it adds up. I guess it maybe does. Maybe it was a bad – was it a bad snap maybe? That's got to be what it is. I don't know, but e equals 36. Okay, listen, I was one yard off on, on the UConn. I'm, I'm taking my love, win and be happy with it. I love that segment. That's one of my favorite segments. Um, and then we got a new one right now. This one, I kind of like. We got This one we do have a good name for. Well, actually, okay, you say it, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest a, a slight, slight twist on it. For he wants a different name. I So we originally have it named Gut Feeling. I was going to say he wants to name it gut reaction. I was going to say go with your gut. Go with your gut. That's pretty good. That's what I was. That's literally just came up with that right now. All right, done. Go with your gut. That's the new name of the segment. So what this is, is basically I got a list of a couple teams. Weston's got a list of a couple teams. We didn't tell each other the teams we have written down. So I'm just going to say one word. And I'm like, for example, I'd go Clemson. And then Weston says for a minute or whatever, just his just, just a little spiel on what you think. Go with your gut. A meet, and you know the reason we didn't tell each other is because we didn't want to plan and start looking at stats. Just you know, mm-hmm. us watching college football, us knowing it. Just immediate what 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 does your gut say? That's how we came up with you know the whole go with your gut. What's your reaction? So Weston, so let's I'll let's, like let's, you let's stick start. With, let's stick with three teams. Yeah. Um. All right. Cincinnati. That was on my list too. I figured it was. Hidden. Cincinnati's hidden. I don't what I don't know is if they're hidden good or hidden bad. So they're playing obviously really bad teams because mm-hmm. they're in a bad conference and they just don't have that strength of a schedule. And I think since it I don't know if you if I had to go with my gut. I would say they're hiding behind playing bad teams and they're not good. That okay. if they faced a real team, they would get demolished. But because they were decent last year, they are the benefit of the doubt. They're getting the benefit of the doubt and beating bad teams. And then other teams are losing and they're just not losing because they're not playing anyone good. That's fair. Um, so I, yeah. I think they're hiding. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm, I, I could I could get behind that or go against that. They're they're kind of in the same spot. I would probably lean more towards the side of them being good, though. That's just my kind of gut feeling with them. Yeah, and that's why we do it. Yep. All right. So my first one is Iowa. I think they could win the Big Ten this year. Okay, I like uh, that. Um, I just. Iowa's always got a good football team. They're always just kind of hiding behind. They're always stuck behind Wisconsin and, and Iowa State or not Iowa State, Ohio State. When it comes to the Big Ten, um, Wisconsin and Michigan. and Michigan, if you really want to go there, um, 
I, I really think Iowa can do it. They, I mean, I don't know. They went two aims and they in a highly ranked matchup and took down Iowa State, who I don't think is a poser. I think Iowa State is good. Um, yeah, I really think that Iowa really – I don't know if they'll make the playoff uh, because I think they'll lose at some point. Well, if they win the Big Ten, they'll make the playoff. Yeah, I mean, yes. If they go into if they go undefeated and win the Big Ten, even if, I think if they if Iowa has one loss, wins the Big Ten, that's beating Ohio State or Michigan or Penn State coming out the other side, mm-hmm. and then they also have the win over Iowa State on the road. Assuming assuming that win still holds water, because who knows what Iowa State looks like at the end of the year. Yeah, but they love giving credit to beating them at the time they were 15. That's true. Or so, eight, I think they were. Yeah. Final gut reaction on Iowa is I really think they have a chance to win the Big Ten. I love it. Your so next one. My next one for you. See, I want to give you a team. Well, actually, I'll just keep those thoughts to myself. Um, I'll just go next in line. UCLA. That's also on my list, and I think UCLA is legit. I do too. I think UCLA takes down Oregon. I think it's possible. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't I, that be? What a what a headline! Chip Kelly led UCLA takes down Oregon to mark themselves as here. And I knew UCLA was good the second Chip Kelly put on the visor. Week zero, Chip Kelly didn't come out in a regular hat. He didn't come out with no hat. He came out in a visor. He brought something the visor we haven't. Back. Haven't seen in a while, and I think UCLA is that good. I could, if I you ask me that. right now who is winning the Pac-12, it is UCLA. And their uniforms are just gorgeous. Yeah, can't argue on that for sure. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think UCLA is legit. I think they got a chance of taking down, taking down Oregon and win the Pac-12. All right, do you want to go just two each or let's three? Go three. Each? Let's go three. This isn't a, this isn't a super long. Okay, season. I think we can go three. All right, then I'll go Ole Miss. Is it Corral or Coral? I never know how to pronounce his last name. Corral. I Corral. If it weren't for Bryce Young, this man would be a runaway, runaway Heisman winner. Yes. I think Matt Corral is one of the most electric players in college football. I think the fact that he's playing for Ole Miss – is what is going to hurt him. I don't think Ole Miss is going to win that many games this year. I think when they start getting into the thick of their SEC play, when they play Alabama, I think they actually could beat AM this year, depending on how what, how quickly AM gets their quarterback back. Um, Auburn, maybe, who knows? I don't know where the game's being played. I think they'll beat Mississippi State um, in the Egg Bowl. I think Matt Corral is one of the most electric players in college football, and I think he could help. Ole Miss be better than most people expect. And I think a lot of people forget they have Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin is an offensive-minded genius. And he's going to make Matt Corral look good. My gut reaction, and I'm kind of doing like gut reactions with one-word reactions. I don't know why. That's just kind of how my head goes, was upset alert. I feel like Ole Miss will be the team that has one of the upsets, whether it be. where Where do they play Alabama? Is Matt Corral going to be cut, have the, the spirit of Bo Wallace on him? See, exactly. That's like my gut reaction is they're going to have one of these upsets. Let me look. So they play Alabama in Alabama. South okay. In, yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, then I don't see, I don't see that happening. But they have Texas A&M at home. Texas A&M is currently number seven. 
Yes. That's an upset. Um, Ole Miss-Auburn is going to be a great game. Ole Miss-Arkansas is turning out to be a good game. But I see them – I see Ole Miss beating Alabama or A&M. Just like – they just scream that one game, everything goes right and upsets. Yep, I totally agree. That's just, you know, I think – Matt Corral's legit. All right, your last team. So – I got obviously I have three teams left on the list, and I'll tell you the other two that I'm not that I'm gonna that I'm not gonna ask you about. So one wait was till Oregon. after. I mean, All right, go. One, one was Oregon. One was Oregon, but we kind of already that talked was about also them. on my list. I didn't. I decided not to give it to you. Arkansas was on my list. I didn't want to talk about them. Didn't figure. So this is my this is my last team. I'll ask you about Penn State. You gotta be kidding me. That was also the last team on my list. You're kidding. What? My list was Oregon, Cincinnati, Iowa, Ole Miss, and Penn State. Wow. Um, so I had UCLA and Arkansas. Those were the two that were different. My Penn State is frauds. Really? I think I don't think Penn State has it. I think Penn State's gonna get exposed. So then I'm gonna ask you about this this week. I'm gonna ask you about it right now because it's coming up this week. Do they beat Auburn in Happy yes. Valley? Okay. Yes, for one reason, one reason only. It's the whiteout game. It's the whiteout. They're yeah. going to win because it's the whiteout, and they're going to get hyped up, and they're going to be frauds. I don't think Auburn's that good first. So so when does Penn State lose? Penn State loses twice. Okay. Penn State loses to – And I actually ask this from a point of I'm so neutral on Penn State right now, it's not even funny. Penn State loses three times, actually. Really? Penn State finished the season with three losses. Okay. No, two. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to. They're going to lose to Ohio State, and they're going to lose to Michigan. Where are those games at? Question mark. Uh, at Ohio State, Michigan at Penn State. Interesting. Which I would expect to be the whiteout, which we used to expect to be the whiteout game, in which case we would say, oh, Penn State could beat Michigan. Whiteout game. By 30. <laughs> but now it's the whiteout game against Auburn. And Which the is, reason I it's because it's an SEC game. And the reason I think they're gonna get so hyped up is they're gonna beat Auburn because it's the whiteout. And then they're gonna beat Iowa in Iowa. Whoa. I think they're going to go to Iowa and win and then lose to Ohio State and lose to Michigan. Interesting. The Big Ten is gonna be very interesting this year. If we're learning anything, the big the big There's ten a has lot got of good teams. Agreed. That's the thing, is the Big Ten has a lot of good teams. Penn State's pretty dang good. Ohio State's pretty dang good. Iowa's pretty dang good. Wisconsin doesn't look bad. Michigan's in the Wisconsin's two plays Wisconsin. Wisconsin's two plays away from beating Penn State. Exactly. Wisconsin, Michigan are good. Penn State's good. Ohio State's good. Iowa's good. Nebraska's always good for an upset. Minnesota's Mm. always good for an upset. I'm so out on the Scott Frost era at Nebraska. It's not even funny. Michigan State's really good for an upset. Mm, Sure, maybe. Just just an upset. I'm not saying they're going to win it all. No, that's fair. I'm not saying anything, but like Penn State at Michigan State to close the regular season, you know, stuff like that. I think what makes the Big Ten feel so wide open this year is the fact that Ohio State's already lost. Like, Ohio yeah. State doesn't lose this early in the season, ever. Like, if they, if they, they lose a game. Okay, so I'm going to get away from the segment a little bit and ask you a question. 
Okay, and then and then we can kind of we can kind of move on. I mean, we're not looking at super long time, but still. SEC is the best conference in the nation. Is that a question? Yes, it's that's a, that's a fact. Who's number two? Is it though? Is it a fact? Who do you think is number one over SEC? You're okay, just nuts. It's, it's the. I mean. So I'll say I'll say the re- I'm not I'm I'm not saying that's true that's that SEC is not number one I'm just playing devil's advocate here. So SEC has obviously you can't see me because we're recording this as a podcast, but Tex can see me on the Zoom. You've got Alabama, you've got Georgia. Then where's the line for the next team? Texas A&M is currently six or seven. But do we actually think Texas A&M is that close to Georgia? Well, I'm just saying, Florida's number eleven. Well, and, Ole Miss and, is seventeen. Arkansas's twenty. Auburn's so, twenty-two. So, so I'll answer your I'll answer your question and pose a little bit more to the discussion. Okay. I think Big Ten's the, easily the best, the second, the next best conference. I think it's the Pac-12. Okay, we can discuss that in a second. The reason I'll play, I'll make an argument on Big Ten being the best is because. Yes, the SEC has the higher peak with their teams. But as far as how many teams are you would consider good in their in their conference, I think you could make an argument for the Big Ten being having more better teams. Possibly, but Ohio State losing really oh, hurts. Puts a, put definitely definitely puts a damper on that parade. But you th- but we were just naming them Ohio State, Penn State. Michigan possibly this year, where I'm not going to make a call on Michigan just yet because they look they look like this before and then they can let us down. Iowa just had a huge win. I mean, that's um, Wisconsin's going to be good. Wisconsin's never bad. Yeah, that's five teams right there that are like, yeah, they're you consider them good teams. SEC, you've got Alabama and Georgia, obviously. You have Florida, A and M, kind of drops off after that. Yeah, I I see what you're talking about. I think it's the Pac-12. I think Pac-12 is number two. Interesting. Who explain? This, this, this actually may, might send us into our send us into our next segment. I think Stanford may be good this year. Okay. I think Oregon and UCLA are the really choices. really good this year. USC's not bad. Arizona State's not bad. Arizona State's not bad. Her her bad right there. I I think it may be the Pac-12, um, and then the we'll ACC go in, or the Big Twelve. The ACC's last. The ACC is worse than the Big 12. I would say by a considerable margin as well. ACC may be worse than the America Conference. Mm-hmm. I almost say well, be, like I wanted to disagree with you, but I don't know. Like, literally, if you take Clemson out of the ACC. If they're the worst conference. They're worse than Conference USA. Yeah. Honestly. I think, I think UTEP could be the middle ACC team. UTEP beats Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, they could. Yeah. Be, they'd be, they'd be, I'll say – well, actually, we'll talk about this when we get to games in the next weekend. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, I, I agree with that. I think it, I think it goes – I think if you're going to rank them, SEC is number one. Big 12 – Big 10, Pac-12 on a coin flip for two and three. Big 12, 50 feet of dirt. Than the ACC, I think the only thing keeping the ACC even remotely relative is us right now. But 
a little off the rails. We're going to slide back into our kind of schedule just so we don't go super long because we could go on tangents for hours. We're going to start doing our own top tens each week. Um, I know they won't deviate probably a whole lot from the AP polls, but uh, unless Texas got some, <laughs> something cooking in the lab. Uh, yeah, they will. <laughs> uh, mine, mine, mine deviates a, a, a decent bit. Um, because Mine's think, completely honest opinion, not bias in any which way. Okay. All right, then. Then let, let's start with you. Let's go. Let's go team at a time. I assume both of our number one teams are the same. No. Okay. Who well, do you I'm have? Not, uh, mine's Alabama. My mine's Georgia. Team. Okay, that's fair. Georgia is the best win of the season. Georgia, you know, they do. They have the best. They have the best win. Yeah. Georgia's my number one. So then I would assume you flip flop it then. Yes, your two's Georgia, my two's Alabama. Yeah, okay. That's I mean, that's what I figured it would be, if we're being honest, is we would have Alabama and Georgia one and two. Might look a little different. So this is where I feel like things I can't spell. Um, it's I think it's plain and simple. Alabama's defending national champ. They deserve the respect, but Georgia's get the best rank of the season. I hope we have the same three. Who's your three? Clemson. <laughs> We're the number three team in the nation. We barely lost to Georgia. We're the number three team in the nation. Weston, who's your number three, huh? It's in the same vein as your Georgia pick at number one. I think it's Oregon. Okay. I think okay Oregon has – I think behind – I think – Georgia's win over us is the best win in the country at this point. And I think Oregon's win in Ohio State is the best, the second best win in the country. I'm okay with that. Now, who's your four? Or who, I, I put four right Who's there. your who's, four? Who's, who's your four? four? I mean, I, you want to talk about removing all biases? Why did this, this look so janky right now? You don't write the numbers, man. Yeah, I get that now. I'm going to stop doing that. My four is Iowa in the same vein as your Georgia thinking. Iowa is my four. Yeah, no, I just, I mean, I hate to be putting Clemson this far down the list, but this is this is truly how I feel where we're ranking at after what I saw on Saturday, how we looked against Georgia. I can't put us in the top four right now. I can't. We're the number three team in the nation right now. Clearly, what you, I mean, obviously, just because I am, I'm, I strongly believe Clemson's going to win out, and I think Iowa and Oregon are both going to lose. Who is your five? Oh, no, no. I just said my four first. Who's your five? We, we flip-flopped. Oregon. Them. You put Oregon all the way at five. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, I just I, – all I did was flip Iowa, Oregon, and Clemson. That's fair. This is where I have Clemson. I have Clemson sitting right outside the bubble. I don't, th- I don't think we're in just the top four yet. Yeah, we're just waiting. We're, 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 we're just by- – Oregon's going to lose or Iowa's going to lose, and yeah. we'll jump right back in. I'm totally okay with that. My six is Oklahoma. This is where things probably get kind of screwy for your list, I'm sure. UCLA. Wow. You are – do explain this logic. UCLA is legit, man. They're just flat good. They dominated LSU. They are just a LSU's not good. I know LSU is not good, but like we've talked about, bad SEC teams are decent regular teams. UCLA is just flat good. 
Okay. Um, yes, I can't argue with you too much, man. But I just UCLA. It. Man, UCLA is just a good football team. There's no if, ands, or buts. They, you know, a good team. And okay. we're gonna find out this weekend when they play Fresno State. So who's your seven? Cincinnati. Bingo. Totally agree. Since seven is a solid spot for Cincinnati, I think the committee's got it, the AP poll's got it right on this one. I'm not going to try and spell it Cincinnati because I'll probably misspell it. I also, when I wrote it on my notes in my notepad, I wrote Cincy because I didn't want to type in Cincinnati. Same. I'm looking. I'm looking at my little my little pad right here. And I so, who is your eight? Penn State. I'm a hundred percent okay with that. Mine is not Penn State, but I love it. So I, I like Penn State there because while we both think, well, you definitely think, I don't know where I stand on it just yet. You definitely think Penn State's frauds. At this point, they haven't shown us that. I mean, granted, they, they played with they played Wisconsin, and I watched that game start to end because it was the only game I had on TV at the moment over here in my little my luxurious one bedroom apartment. And uh they looked they I mean they they didn't look great. But week zero in a crazy environment in Wisconsin, they held on to win in a tight game. Because normally the times when those games come down to that, if you're if you're forcing me to pick a team who I think is going to win going into the fourth quarter, it's a tight game. I'm going to pick the home team nine times out of ten. Agree. And I think Penn State has proven more than the rest of the top tw- that the people obviously that I put behind Penn State. I agree. I think they're going to lose eventually, but like I said, they're going to win this week. They're going to beat Iowa. I think, and they're going to be hyped up. Yep. So who's I your don't eight? think they're number eight, though. Okay, who's your the eight? University of Florida. I think Florida's going to be good again. I think they are, too, but they haven't proven anything yet, is my thing. And Cincinnati has. Cincinnati's – that's tough. Cincinnati's definitely riding Oklahoma the – Oklahoma has. They're riding the coattails of what they what they were last year. And why can't Florida do that? Because they were Florida, good last year. They weren't. Yeah. I don't know if I have much argument there. Florida. Also, I, like, refuse to put Oklahoma in my top ten. I get that. You you will notice there are a couple teams that will be left out of my top ten, no matter how good they are. Okay. Who's your nine? Penn State. Okay. We, we weren't we weren't we weren't too different in there. No, Penn State. I, I had them in nine. You know, they they've taken care of business. They've looked good. They're going to be fine. Like I said, I think they're going to lose later on. But right now, number nine. And my number nine, a fellow fellow Big Ten team, Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, that's not my top ten. I knew they wouldn't be, but neither was Oklahoma. Ryan Ryan Day hasn't lost it. That was the first regular season game Ryan Day's lost with with Ohio State. I don't envision them losing again, except maybe to Michigan. Honestly, I don't. You'd if you'd ask Weston after the national championship game this last this last January, does Ohio State lose to Michigan in the twenty twenty one season? And I would have been like, absolutely not. I'll put my entire life savings on it. After watching Ohio State these past two weeks. And watching Michigan. And watching Michigan. Michigan hasn't had a huge test yet. I definitely think Michigan has a chance, but I don't think Ohio State loses until then. True. I'm, I can somewhat be okay with that. Yeah. 
So who's your 10? Only because the fact that they're undefeated, I'm putting them here. I don't think they stay here for very long. I'm putting Texas A&M. A&M? Yeah. Yeah, I know those the Oklahoma, Ohio State, Texas A&M, A&M will never be in your top 10 as long as I just no matter how good they are. I get that. I know you. I know who you are as a human being. I understand who you root for in college football. Those three teams will never be inside your top 10. How am I how correct am I on a scale of 1 to 10? A thousand. Okay, perfect. I'm, I know you so well. I want to know who you're 10. The University of Michigan. They're are the number really, 10 I, team in the nation. Are you really going to make they, me write that down? Yep, Michigan. Michigan's my number 10 team. Michigan is number 10. And when I make the graphic and we post it and say, what do y'all think about our top 10s? Michigan's number 10. Michigan, prepare, for un- some, prepare for some hate mail, man. Just That's all they I'm are, saying. They are undefeated. They had the best crowd in college football. They – there's, I just don't know what else to say. They dominated Washington. They are 25 in the actual poll in the AP. I think they're better than all of those teams. They're better than Notre Dame. Definitely. Don't know if they're better than them. Don't know uh, they're... I, they're not better than UCLA. UCLA is number six in my poll. So, I'll, you, I'll, you'll definitely get hate mail from Michigan at 10. I'll be interested to see how much hate I get for Clemson at five. Yeah, so just to recap, Weston's top ten, Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Iowa, Clemson, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Penn State, Ohio State, and I. My top ten, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Iowa, Oregon, UCLA, Cincinnati, Florida, Penn State, Michigan. Yours, I can get behind, except for the uh, like. Obviously, mine's different. I just, I can get behind all that, except for the Michigan thing. Actually, I think, I think Nick Villarreal is gonna. I think um, Texas top ten is going to be an honest top eight, a possibly honest top nine every single week. Michigan will always be at least ten, at the minimum, until they start disappointing us. Yeah, but they're not going to. At the very minimum, they will be ten. So we'll be posting those top tens. We won't have any kind of voting or polls on that. Um, we'll just post them. We'll just say, we'll, you know. We'll post them. We might put like the little, the little box where you can submit questions. Who knows? Just give, be free to give your general thoughts. Um, yeah. Some games coming up this weekend to keep an eye out for. Uh, we have number one Alabama visiting the Swamp, Gainesville, Florida, to take on the Gators. What's your thoughts on that? Number game? 11. Number 11, Florida, and they come out with the win. The Swamp is a tough place to play. Agreed. Alabama's good, but they're unexperienced. I think we, you know, we talked about them losing guys. And I think when you play an inferior team like Miami or you're playing in Alabama, talent wins out every single time. But you're going to the Swamp. You're going to one of the toughest places to play on primetime CBS. I think that's where you're going to start seeing a little bit of jitters. You're going to start seeing these guys are freshmen. They haven't started before because you're going to the swamp. So I see your logic. 
I disagree with it all entirely. I think Alabama wins by two touchdowns. We'll see. So next game, we've kind of already alluded to it a little bit. Um, number 22, Auburn, will travel to the northeast to Happy Valley State College, Pennsylvania, to play number 10, Penn State, in the whiteout game. I imagine this will be a 7 o'clock kickoff. It is the 7.30 ABC main showcase. So how and bad does Auburn I believe lose? it's college game day. How bad does Auburn lose? By 15 plus. <laughs> I'll say 10 plus. It's, it's the whiteout. It's just – it's one of those experiences. It's one of those scenes in college football that is unlike any other. You can't beat the whiteout. I don't – like, as – as everyone knows, a Michigan fan growing up, when I would see us go to Penn State and have to play in the whiteout game, it reminded me of the Boston College red bandana game where you're like, well, we're screwed. <laughs> we're not winning this football game. That sucks. That so, one's over. Going to Michigan to play at the maze out, just, well, write that one off. So that'll be a fun game to watch. Definitely have my TV tuned to that one. Um, and then the last one, Want to talk about is uh, or highlight at least is Arizona State number nineteen traveling to Provo, Utah to play the number twenty three BYU Cougars. What's your prediction on this game? I think Arizona State's going to look really good. I think um, Herb Edwards is going to have them rolling, and I think that's part of the reason I love the Pac twelve this year, just because I think Arizona State is going to win a good game like this. And, you know, just it's another ranked matchup, three ranked matchups this week. So is that is that a prediction that Arizona wins? Arizona State wins? Yeah, Arizona, I, yeah, Arizona State wins in my prediction. You want to start doing picks starting next week? Yeah, we could, we could definitely do that. Pick a, pick a handful of them. Maybe maybe we put, could do like do spreads and stuff. Just yeah, we could do like five or seven games, pick some spreads, start keeping our season records. Yeah, you know how I, correct we are. Yeah, I like that. So I will say I would have won this week because I predicted both Iowa and Oregon. You did. I was I was on the Iowa State and Ohio State fan wagons for those. So you definitely would have had the leg up there. Um, this one, I like like you. I like Arizona State. BYU is this is the third. I did a little research on this because uh, just like we said, we like talking about sports and gambling and just keeping an eye on those lines and things like that. Uh, BYU, this is the third Pac-12 team in a row that BYU is going to play, um, coming off an emotional win versus Utah. Uh, B, I don't know if you saw the BYU rush the field. Um, awesome. Arizona State, who is a good offense, a sneaky good defense. Arizona State is three and a half point favorites. Four so, now. Is it all? Is it up to four? Up to four. Up to four. I like Arizona State. Um, I don't I do think too. I don't think BYU goes goes three and zero against Pac twelve teams. Um, yeah, I like I like Arizona State. All right, now my next question: Pick an upset. Pick an upset. Hold on, I'm gonna have to. Um, All right. So when you do that, I'll pick mine. Okay. Cool. Um, will, number uh, number fifteen, Virginia Tech at unranked West Virginia. So you, you I like think, you like the Mountaineers to get it done. I think Mountaineers are actually three-point favorite, so technically it's not an upset, but ranked-wise it is. I think Mountaineers get it done. I think, you know, ACC is awful, like I said, like we all said. Um, 
And I think West Virginia gets it done. Like I said, Morgantown, another tough place to play. I don't Look know at- if I don't know if we're kind of like blinded by, you know, the fact that fans are back that we're like, look at the crowd. It's a tough place to play. But yeah, I think West Virginia gets it done against Virginia Tech. That's a little in-state rival action. So according so to Forrest we- Crocker, that enter Sandman in-state rival of Clemson and Virginia Tech. So my so my next question is when we talk about we talk about picking upsets and underdogs. Do I get the points? No, you don't get. Are we the doing points. this like? Are we doing this like super dogs, like college game day does? Yes. Wait. Do they get the points in super dogs? Yeah. We'll do a regular just. Okay, fine. Team that you... This is my upset pick. I like Purdue to beat Notre Dame. I had that one also circled. Um, I, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm nuts if I pick it wrong. I'm, I'm nuts to pick it. If I'm wrong, everyone's like, ha-ha, you really thought Purdue was going to beat Notre Dame? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I was rooting for the Boilers because Boiler up, baby. But if I'm right, bingo. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to research. We'll have to figure out exactly how Super Dogs works on game day because that's always fun to do. I also think Michigan State's get upset Miami. I would hope not because we need the ACC to be as relevant as humanly possible. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. <laughs> so I will say this. I don't know the state of his injury, but Purdue's leading rusher, um, Horvath, um, I believe his name, his first name is Zach. Let me click on his name right here. Um, Xander Horvath, excuse me. He went down with an injury. Psych, he's out for four to eight weeks. I take back my upset pick. <laughs> Can we just go – wait. No, I'm that, riding with it. Go boiler up, baby. I'm riding with the Boilermakers. Can we just state the fact that Wake Forest is a five-point favorite over Florida State? I will take Wake Forest. Five-point favorite over Florida State? Florida State is that still is, reeling. That is awful. Florida State still doesn't know which way's up and which way's down after losing to Jacksonville State like that. Like, that's just really, really bad. Oh, I agree. Oh, I totally agree. Also, the fact that Alabama's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite over Florida is insane. Yeah. And I think Alabama wins by that much. Money where your mouth is. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so unless you got anything else to say, I think it's about time to wrap up the show. Yeah, I think it was a good. I think it was a good show today. Um, yeah. I yeah, and we're, we're gonna work on some. We're, we're gonna work on some catchier names. You might reach out to the good people of Instagram to see if they can't help us out at all. Um, yeah, they, see, they seem I, to love giving feedback. <laughs> they give so on the top fives. They give a lot of feedbacks. How did you do in your poll? By the way, didn't have near as much participation on this one. Not even close. Um, yeah, I believe you won on my poll. I was winning. I'm winning. I'm winning in mine. I was winning, and then I think you you came back on mine. Um, yeah, uh, had a total of thirty seven total votes or sixty seven total votes. Um, thirty five, thirty two. You. 
Okay, so I think I'm going to end up winning this one. We'll get the final results on the next regular episode. Um, but a lot of a lot of feedback we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. It's was great. It even, was, is seeing... it even close? Yeah, it's, it was uh, 39-23. Okay, yeah, which is about what we expected. We expected it to be a little bit closer this go-around. But, yeah, it was fun. Um, God, I, lo- I love it when y'all get, you know, Give some feedback, do everything. It's a good time. Um, some people say it was a fiesta. Jamrog, your word is fiesta. Shout out to Jamrog too. He's been he's gotten the last two episodes. I love it. I did prompt him yesterday to watch it, <laughs> to listen, and he listened this morning. Gave us a shout out. So yeah, he did. Oh. Jamrog, your words fiesta. Also, I'm going to tag Ben Thomas just because I don't know if he actually knows that we're recording again. He used to be one of our faithful listeners. Yeah, Ben, if you're listening, you can also text us Fiesta. Yeah, if you would like to. Uh, throw us all in a group chat. You, me, Tex, Nick, Mr. Jamrog, whoever. Just throw us all in one. We'll have a grand old yeah. time. Weston just wants to get in the, like, you know, guys, Central Spirit group chat oh, that we whatever. had for a couple years. Wait, y'all had a group chat without me? Yeah. <laughs> it's time to sign oh, off. About to learn some things. That's to learn some things I don't want to learn. So, as always, you can find Central Spirit on all platforms at CU Central Spirit. Um, that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Do we have a Snapchat? I don't think so. Do we have a TikTok? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, some but someone started a TikTok. Um, you can find Mr. Nicholas Villarreal on all Hit his- him up on Tinder, Central Spirit on Tinder. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, Mr. Nicholas Villarreal at NSV7151 on all his platforms. And yeah, hit me up on um, Instagram, Twitter. Hit him Snapchat. up on Tinder. Not, uh, not on kid, Tinder. This kid, Quinn. Um, she doesn't listen. Yeah, I know. Uh, what am I? Oh, I'm at West K Wit on whichever platform you decide to search for me on. Um, you might Tinder. or might not find me. Um, we gonna find you on Tinder? No. Try Farmers Only. Oh, <laughs> Christian Mingle, actually. Weston is officially joining Farmers Only and Christian Mingle. How about no? Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute honor, pleasure. Have a great weekend. Go Tigers. See ya.